I'm all right. I'm inside. Teddy Sliman with you here sitting in the air chair. Thank goodness I'm not outside. It's nasty weather for golfers and everybody else. <clears throat> Hello. We're going to be talking golf for the next hour. Before we do that, a little programming note. We, uh, we're not going to have the uh, CHS Coaches Show any more this year. Too bad for that, right? <coughs> Coach Scott Whitney and Tony Landry, the voice of the Panthers, will be back on January 9th. As will Teddy Sliman and Chip Shots. Taking a two-week hiatus, holiday break. And uh, this will be the last show of the year, so... We'll be wishing you guys happy, a happy new year and a Merry Christmas for sure. All right, let's thank our sponsors before we uh, move along too far. Let's start out with Clico, Central Louisiana Electric Company. They provide us with electricity, give us tips on how to save money and electricity. Not a bad thing, especially during the Christmas season when we're... Uh, Got those extra Christmas lights up in and about New Iberia. We want to be frugal with that, right? So uh, go to Clico and uh, check out their website, and they give you all kinds of tips. We thank them. They are a temporary sponsor through the winter, but nonetheless, they're sponsoring chip shots and a whole lot of other things on Kane Radio. We appreciate them. Also want to thank Coca-Cola Bottling Company, Mr. Lee Tadford from Lafayette. They sponsor a lot of things as well at Kane Radio, including chip shots, and we appreciate their sponsorship. And our final title sponsor is GolfBalls.com, also located in Lafayette on Arnold Boulevard, right there in the shopping center. you got a few days left for Christmas. Why not uh, check out GolfBalls.com and see if you can find someone for your golf-loving loved one. At GolfBalls.com, you definitely can find it. If not, you can't find it anywhere. So uh, don't worry. It's not there. If it's not at golfballs.com. Last minute Christmas shopping, go to Arnold Boulevard and see the good folks at golfballs.com. Of course, our local golf clubs, which are all of them struggling right now and uh, most presumably for the rest of the week. Um, We all heard the news prior to chip shots. Uh, They said December, the first part of December was... 10 to 15 degrees higher than normal. And now, after this rain's over, we're going to experience some of the coldest weather, 10 or so degrees below normal for this time of the year, dipping down into the 20s. Holy mackerel. And then put on top of that, a tornado that struck us last week. My Lord, Broussard, things are crazy outside. Back to chip shots. We were talking about our golf clubs, which are struggling, I know, because of the weather. But nonetheless, we got a little bit of news stemming out of Eagle Ridge, Cane Row, Sugar Oaks, Bellevue, and Atchafalaya. Let's start out with uh, Southern Oaks in Abbeville. They had the last edition of our Pro-Am. Thank goodness it was last week and not this week. They had 123 players. I think that's a record for... Southern Oaks, and it's a heck of a turnout for our Pro-Am. 123 players. Uh, Doug B.R. is doing an awesome job in running the Pro-Am Association. 
charting the handicaps, doing the scoreboards. And so uh, we appreciate him. Finishing in first place was the team of Dean Dashe, Mary Batilia, Charlie Albert, and Terry Leger. They were plus 12, winning a whopping $140. And if you're any of those guys, you can go to golfballs.com and redeem your certificate right in time for Christmas. A tie for second was broken by the scorecard playoff of the A player. So finishing in second with plus 11 was Will Broussard, Doug Hunter, J.C. Landry, and Andrew Walker. They won $100. Third place went to Brody LeBlanc, Norris Thibodeau, Kyle Mesh, and Dean Martin at plus 11 as well. And the low ABCD players, the individuals winning $30 each was Brody LeBlanc plus one, Roy Poche plus seven, Johnny Bork plus seven, and Charlie Albert plus seven. God willing, our next program is going to be at Sugar Oaks, the first of the year. I'm not sure Doug hadn't posted the days and stuff. As we've been saying and <coughs> the reason for our increase in numbers is that we allow you to play more than just one day, which is traditionally on a Thursday, the first Thursday of the month. But now you can play, depending on the course, either the Tuesday or Wednesday before as well as the Thursday, choosing one of those days to play. At the nine-hole course in Franklin, Bellevue, they had a one-man scramble recently. Nice turnout for that. The weather was beautiful. Mike Cap, minus 11, won the event. Nice score as well, one-man scramble. Second place went to Brandon Burdett, minus 10. Of course, his dad, Ty, is the owner and operator of the course, so uh, he should have a little edge there. Dad needs to put in the work. Third place, Lolo Landry, minus 3. Fourth place, Barry Batilia, minus 2. Fifth place, Gilbert Boudreaux, minus 1. And sixth place at even par was Cody James. And then New Iberia at Cane Row. Starting out with their twilight rates, $30. What a great deal to play a golf course that's in pretty much awesome shape. I know it's real wet right now and real cold out there. and No one's playing golf, but uh, when it dries up, that winter grass is going to thrive with this cold, rainy weather. At any rate, $30. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and uh, they also have a senior rate, and then on Wednesday, they have an extra special two-hour bonus, $30 afternoon, 12 p.m. <clears throat> but if you're in the mood to be a member, or if you got a deep pocket and want to buy your loved one a membership there, only $142 a month. Buy him the first month and let him do uh, the rest of the time. That would be a nice Christmas present. Nice stocking stuffer. And look at all the perks you get if you're a member out at Cane Row. <clears throat> 20% off of their soft goods, 10% off of their hard goods. And this is the one I like. And I always say book your tea time one week in advance. That's a big bonus during the spring and summer when they're real busy and you want to play golf and play in a certain amount of time. It's invaluable. You can play a three and a half hour round of golf whereas if you get a bad tee time it can end up being a five hour round one of the drawbacks of our beautiful game of golf is you never know how long it'll take you to play if you get behind a, a slow two or three or foursome 
So uh, book your tea time in advance for members. And get your select tea time. They also charge your handicap from the Louisiana Golf Association's handicap system. And finally, they waive the Men's Golf Association dues for the year if you're a member of the club. Raymond Bernard is the president of the Men's Golf Association. And also in that golf shop, <clears throat> they have UL logoed merchandise as Cane Row is licensed to sell that. So if you have a Raging Cajun fan that's a golfer, what a great stocking stuffer. Go get them some uh, logoed UL merchandise. And they, they are plentiful there. And then they're having an end-of-the-year Christmas sale on certain items in their pro shop, so it's special. So, once again, last minute or a nice stocking stuffer would be some of these items. All of their caps and hats are only $20. And then all of their shirts and or outerwear, all their outerwear is 25% off. Big savings there. Go see Kane Rowe, go see Ryan or... Johnny Hargrave, and they'll fix you up. Then down at Sugar Oaks, their weekly specials, 9 or 18 holes, only $22, and Wednesday all day, $31. I know Sugar Oaks is struggling with all this rain as that course doesn't drain. You know, I worked there for 13-plus years, and uh, days like this, weeks like this, just get you all down in the dumps. But we have to look forward to the spring. <coughs> into better weather, hopefully before the spring comes, because we, we're just entering into winter. What, uh, the 22nd is, uh, that's Thursday, right? It's uh, the beginning of winter. So uh, hopefully it will be a short and not so severe winter, even though this uh, weather we're having now does not indicate that. At Sugar Oaks, they also have an active men's golf association, very active. And so, so, so much so that because Sugar Oaks is, uh, let's say, under the weather, um, not open, at certain times they, uh, their men's association travel to another course and have, a, have their tournament. And so that so happened on Friday, December 16th. They went to Muni and Lafayette and had a shamble uh, front back in eighteen. On the front, there was a tie between Roger Pisani, Matthew Pisani. They tied Kyle Mesh and Arson Daigle at plus 10, went in the front. Went in the back and the overall 18 was a team of Ricky Bork and Glenn Dupuy. They were plus 7 on the back and plus 19 for the overall. <clears throat> okay, the all-important skins, that gives you cash, right? Ricky Bork, Kyle Mesh, Robert Burton all won one skin. And finally, they got back to Sugar Oaks on Sunday, December 18th, and had a shootout. Same format, front, back in 18, but this time their teams add up their points. And that's how you, uh, you win. So winning the front side was Ron Finley, Paul Olivier. They, their aggregate points was 27. And winning the back and the 18 was a team of Perry Judice and Roger Pisani. They had 22 points on the Back and 37 points overall. With the skins winning cash, Paul Olivier and Trong Quinn won one, and Robin Burton two skins. Then the Gator Golf Club, which stems out of Sugar Oaks, 
Their last event of the year was played at Lynx on the Bayou, and thanks to Boyd Booty for getting me this information, as he faithfully always does, brings them to me personally, and uh, we get to chit-chat a little bit. He was raving about Lynx on the Bayou and how fast the greens were and what great shape they were in. That's what we look for at a golf course, smooth, fast greens. You know, you can have not so good tee box and maybe not so good fairways, but once you get to that green and that flat stick takes over, you better have a good green to putt on. <coughs> so they did. Winning the first flight, Tim Hoffpower, plus five. Winning the second flight, Tony Viator, plus seven. And then at the end of the year, they accumulate their scores, add them all up. And if you played in at least 10 tournaments, you're eligible for the end of the year awards and prize money for the Gator Golf Club. And so uh, winning first place was Heath, I'm sorry, first place went to Greg Dubois. He was plus three for the whole entire year. Every score that he played Added up was plus three. Pretty good shooting there for Greg Dubois. Second place went to uh, Heath Boudreaux. Heath was minus, no, plus one for the whole year. Then third place at minus three was Tim Hoffpower. All three of those guys won cash. Then in the second flight, winning cash as well. First place at plus ten for the whole year, Brian Broussard. Second place, plus seven, Tony Viator. And the third place was a tie at plus six, Mitch Thibodeau and Kevin Booty. Uh, let's see, they're going to re- be redoing their schedule come the first of the year. Bart will be getting on the phone and calling all the nice golf courses. And once that's completed, he'll get me the schedule for the year and pass it on to you guys. Now we move to Lafayette, the Lafayette Senior Men's Golf Association, run by Lawson Ruley. Thanks, Lawson, for getting me this information. Appreciate it. I love to do local stuff. You know, uh, people out there listening want to know how their friends and stuff did on the golf course, and uh, I think this is a good avenue to do that. So uh, always take care of the local people first, and then, uh, of course, as you know, we move on to the the national golf scene after, in the second half of our show. So... Uh, Lafayette, right there in Lafayette, you don't have to be a resident of Lafayette to uh, play in or be a, a member of their association. It's $25 a year. You just need to be a senior, uh, 50 years of age or older. And uh, that $25 also includes a crawfish ball in the spring and a Christmas party this time of the year. So uh, nice $25 spent there, and you get to play in all their tournaments. The second Tuesday of the month is their out-of-town course tournament and their fourth Tuesday of the month is their home course tournament played at Abair Municipal. So uh, the Cane Row was a, a host of their out of town tournament and winning first place was Glenn Biro and G- Greg Gotro at plus nine. Tied for second was Fairley Painter and Steve Bienvenu along with Eric Rilson and Marshall Miller. They were plus six. Mike Landry and Steve Newman, plus five, was fourth. Fifth place, Sammy Bork and Mitch Gospar, plus four. Then the Tuesday, second Tuesday, fourth Tuesday of the month at Muni, first place. I see the, the tournament format was front, back, and total. And so the, the winner was Jay Frederick, followed by Steve Newman. Third place, Dennis Castillo. Fourth place, Steve Bienvenu. And fifth place, Woody Lemaire. 
And the Gulf States PGA just had, that's the section I'm a member of, which includes Louisiana and Mississippi PGA pros, club pros. They had that six pro scrambled at uh, Diamond Head right there in uh, Mississippi, and it's always preceded by the annual meeting and banquet, which uh, issues out the awards for the year. The winning team was Kyle Ramsey, Kevin Vegas, Johnny Walker, Kobe Blake, and John Mitchell Davidson at minus 18. Finishing at minus 17 was our own Dean Baham, who I had the pleasure of playing with this past week. We played a nice 18 holes on Friday, along with Jim Prejean and uh, Sid Champagne, who works in the pro shop over there at Cane Row. But the reason I mentioned Dean, he's played in this tournament, the Six Pro Scramble, for 29 straight years. I think that's since 1993. And uh, that, that's a big feat when you can play in one tournament for that length of time. And once again, they tied for third at minus 17, only one shot off of the, the winning score. And his team captain was uh, Ross, Ronnie Ross. Then turning to the Cajuns there, we uh, know they play in this Friday. Ooh, it's going to be cold up in Shreveport as they take on Houston in the uh, Independence Bowl. But on the golf side, Coach Sliman uh, is anxious to get... The weather turned around and get back out on the course with his team. Their next tournament is going to be February 13th and 14th at Mobile Bay Intercollegiate. But uh, Theodore is happy with uh, some guys he signed this year. He got a transfer from uh, Illinois, a young boy named Dylan from Ireland. And uh, he's Theodore's excited because he knows he will pop the lineup and uh, be a contributor to the team, which ended the year, by the way, uh, in Hawaii with three records for, for the Raging Cajuns. Eli Artigo, a local product of Lafayette, shot a final round 63, which is the lowest score ever shot by a Cajun, and that was uh, <coughs> eight under par, 63. Then their 17 under par total was also a record for, for the Cajuns, and then their 12 under par final round was a single-round record for the Cajuns. So three records were set there with these Raging Cajuns. You add into the mix Dylan from Ireland coming by way of uh, Illinois, the University of Illinois. And then you add to that Ross Anderson, a new signee from Lake Charles, and Adam Trahan. Uh, they'll they'll be, play, be able to play in September, in the fall, but nonetheless they're going to add some power to the Cajuns team as well. And by the way, Adam Trahan is believed to be his dad, Robbie, played golf some years ago uh, for the Cajuns. And uh, it's believed to be that uh, they're the only father-son duo coming out of uh, UL, which was USL back in the day when Robbie played. And finally, on the junior scene, the Louisiana Junior Golf Tour which hosts about 12 tournaments a year during the course of the spring and summer and fall. They're teaming up with the Southern Texas PGA, and that tour is called the Strixon Prestige Tour. They're going to combine their forces together and host two tournaments in the Lake Charles area. So in the spring, they'll have the Lake Charles Spring Classic at the Contraband Bayou Golf Course on March 25th and 26th. And then their Lake Charles Fall Classic it's going to be played November 11th and 12th 
at the newly renovated Mallard Cove Golf Course. So nice things happening on the Junior Tour there. As well as the PGA is hosting a big, big tournament for the juniors. The PGA Junior Championship, June 28th and 29th. And that's going to be played at Diamond Head, Mississippi on their Cardinal Course. And then the first tournament of the year for uh, for the juniors, including my grandson Drew, it's a, the Sam Burns Four Ball. Sam Burns, LSU product and top ten golfer in the in the on the PGA Tour, hosts a tournament at Squire Creek, his home course in Condrit, Louisiana, and that's going to be February twenty fifth and twenty sixth. So good things happening uh, locally, and uh, of course with that we'll. Pay a few bills, thank our sponsors, and then we'll be back talk a little bit about the national golf scene. You're listening to Chip Shots right here on Kane Radio. Hey guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Kane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. We have a new player on the field and he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola. And the kick. Ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here, and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. The GolfBalls.com Retail Center is now open and better than ever. Stop by our newly renovated store to shop the latest in golf balls, clubs, and apparel from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, Callaway, and Under Armour. Check out our new state-of-the-art golf simulator and demo the hottest irons, drivers, and putters. Featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear, GolfBalls.com was founded here in Acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization. Located on Arnold Boulevard next to Harbor Freight Tools and, of course, online at GolfBalls.com. Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tee time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611. 364-7611. Chip Shots. Mondays at 5 on the all-new Kane 107.5. Hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Hello, we're back. I'm all right, too. Once again, it's raining outside, so I'm inside. It's a nice reprieve. And once again, a little programming note. Chip Shots will take a a holiday break. So you won't hear it from us till next year, January 9th, the second Monday of the the new year, the month. We'll be back on air. Boxcar should be back by then. And look forward to uh, some nice weather. 
and the holidays will be behind us, and uh, we'll look forward to the new year. And once again, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year to all of you who listen faithfully to King Radio. We certainly appreciate it. I've been going around town thanking our sponsors personally with uh, a little small token of appreciation from Kane Radio. And uh, it's nice to do that this time of the year because, you know, without the sponsors, it would be uh, almost impossible to for us to uh, sustain, right? Checking a text here it's from uh, one of the guys I handed out uh One of our Christmas uh, tumblers to my brother-in-law, Donald Hennigan, with Hennigan Team Dentistry, along with his daughter, Abigail. Need your teeth fixed? Go see Donald. Or Abigail. They'll fix you up. And they're honest and hardworking and very proficient. Hennigan Team Dentistry. All right, let's get back to golf. Last week, we... uh, we didn't get, uh, since I interviewed Theodore, my son and UL golf coach, we didn't get to talk about a, a tournament that transpired last week. Worth noting over because there's not very many tournaments going on. You know, the PGA Tour, along with all the other tours, take a break, you know, during the holidays. Uh, not because, just because of the weather, because it's that time of the year. You know, I mean, it's time to take a break. You, uh, you've been playing golf, and the tour has been going on for on and on and on, and it's time to, uh, to relax, settle down, enjoy your family, and then reboot come January. You know, the PGA Tour traditionally starts in January <coughs> at Kapalua, and that's the Tournament of Champions, and it's always fun to watch the tournaments in Hawaii. They have back-to-back tournaments in Hawaii, not to get off on a tangent, but... Uh, I love to sit back, you know, they five hours in front of us. In other words, like right now it's 5.30 here. It's uh, 12.30, noontime in uh, Hawaii. So, uh, you know, I'd be watching like at this time, you know, all night watching uh, golf in Hawaii. Kind of cool. All right, back to the QEB shootout. They announced their field. This tournament was held December 7th through 11th. Like I said, I hadn't got a chance to report it. Thurborn Golf Course in Naples, Florida. And for the first time in their 22-year history of the event, they featured two players from the LPGA Tour playing up against the men. World number four, Nellie Carter, and world number seven, Lexi Thompson, teed it up. And uh, this year's 24-player field also featured six of the top 30 and 10 of the top 50-ranked men players in the world. So it was a very strong, strong field. It included... PGA Tour rookie Cameron Young, along with a host of other top-notch players, as I just said, 10 of the top 50. Kevin Na and Jason Cockrock were the defending champions, but they weren't eligible because both of those guys defected to the uh, LIV Tour. And the format was interesting. The first round uh, format was a scramble, and the second round was a modified alternate shot. That's where both players hit. We call it a shamble. But both players hit that tee shot, and then from there, you play the, uh, the, the best ball in. So it's a scramble from there in. Kind of cool. And so the winner of the QBE shootout was Tom Hogue and Sahih Thigelia. They were 34 under par, winning by one stroke over the team of Hoffman and Palmer. That's uh, Ryan Palmer and uh, Morgan Hoffman. Uh, Harris English and... <coughs> Matt Kuchar was 
minus 32, finishing in third place. This is the first time a rookie team would win this event and in the 11-year history of it. So that's pretty good, 11 years. And so the QBE tournament is now going to move to a, a more complete mixed field. In other words, there will be more women, female golfers from the LPGA Tour, uh, along with men playing in this. And uh, I think this is a good move. Uh, we all talk. We always talk about how a team format kind of rejuvenates the players, gives them something different, a different perspective. It's not such that the grind that normal experience on the LPGA and PGA tours. The Zurich Classic right there in New Orleans, as we always talk about, did that and it rejuvenated that tournament. Players like to take a break from the grind and get together and have some fun with another player, a team. So they're going to do that next year. Let's see. They're going to alternate also the the format. It's going to be six holes scramble, six holes alternate shot, and six holes best ball. And there will be 12 two-player teams. And they'll play 54 holes instead of the 36. So nice changes coming up from that tournament. And once again, it's it's during the time of the year when both tours are, you know, at, at, at their end. They bro- the, they're taking a break. So uh, it's a good format, uh, kind of like uh, what the PNC tournament was this week, which we're going to go over now. But uh, it's called the Silly Season for a reason, because it's in between the two seasons that uh, the PGA Tour and the LPGA Tour normally have. So Tiger Woods and Charlie Woods played in the uh, PNC Parent and Child Tournament December 17th this past Saturday. And here's some of the other players that teed it up. Nellie Carter and our father Peter. Now Peter is not known for a golfer. He's known as a tennis star. Also in the tournament was uh, Justin Thomas along with his father, Mike. And his father, Mike, is a PGA club pro, kind of like what I was back in the day. And then one of my favorite players, David Duvall, teamed up with his son, Braden. Then Jim Furyk teamed up with his son, Tanner. Padraig Harrington teamed up with his son, Putty. And then, of course, Little John and Big John Daly. Little John plays for uh, University of Arkansas. I say Little John, he's as big as his dad, maybe not... Weight-wise, but uh, he's a big boy. He's playing for Arkansas now, University of Arkansas. So the results of the Parent-Child Championship played at the Ritz-Carlton Golf Course in Orlando, Florida. First place went to Vijay Singh and his son Cass. They've been playing in this thing for 16 years, 16 times. And it's something they've always wanted to win together because, like they said in a little article, it's, it's the memories that's going to last forever. For those two guys, for a father-son to play and win. VJ is now 60 years old. He's a three-time major, major winner and former number one in the world. And they shot 59-59. Then finishing in second place was John Daly, one, and John Daly, two. <sighs> they tied with Justin Thomas and Mike Thomas. What What a difference between VJ, they said VJ went out there an hour and a half before time, before his tea time, and and was hitting golf balls and uh, lots of drivers. VJ was always one who loved to practice a lot. He worked diligently on his game, so he hit many many balls before they teed off. John Daly, on the other hand, hit 
zero balls before they teed off. Two ends of the spectrum, two guys that approach it in a different way. And by the way, John Daly, the dad, John Daly, is going to have to have knee replacement. He's going to do that during this off season. If he'd lose a little weight, I think that guy could still be a contender. He has a nice long swing and a good putting touch. Then, of course, all the glamour and <coughs> hip-hop was about Tiger and Charlie. They tied for eighth. Both of them limping around. Of course, we know why Tiger was limping because of his uh, plantar fascia. But um, Charlie was limping because he, he twisted his ankle the uh, the day before. And um, both the Woods finished tied for eight. And they had a great time. We talked last week of Tiger about his dream foursome, which was really not, it's really not a foursome. It's a threesome. He said if he, he could play, he would play with his dad who uh, is deceased, of course, and his son, Charlie. And that's pretty cool. So, But this week they asked him, who is the best non-professional player that you ever played with? And they asked this to Tiger. <coughs> and uh, he had two answers. He said, first, former Atlanta Braves pitcher, John Smoltz, and second, Dallas Co- Cowboy quarterback, Tony Romo, both of those are former professional players. So two professional players, one a pitcher with the Major League Baseball and the other one a quarterback with the National Football League. Interesting, Tiger Woods saying how someone he enjoyed playing with and ranked as a good player. And then also Tiger and Charlie did something kind of cool. As we all know, Tiger uh, was married to Elon. And uh, for quite a quite a long time, and had two children, Charlie and his sister. I'm I'm drawing a blank on her name, but Elon uh, recently uh, got married in 2019 to Jordan Cameron, who is a former NFL tight end playing with Cleveland and then Miami, and uh, he played his college golf at Cal, and uh, they had a baby, and so Tiger and Charlie, before they teed off, turned to the camera and. Uh, congratulated Elon. So, Tiger Woods is a changed man. He uh, He's mellowed a lot since, uh, since his, uh, you know, indiscrescencies. Remember this, this Christmas carol, listen to this. Here comes Tiger Woods, here comes Tiger Woods, driving really fast. Here comes Elon Woods with a seven-foot clobbering tiger's ass. Kind of funny. You know, I had to play that because uh, we were laughing back then, you know, way back when Tiger had his his problem there and uh, they got their divorce and now things are better, right? So uh, it's, there's always hope for, for people to turn around who do uh, stupid things, you know, that they regret their whole life. And uh, it's, it's good to see Tiger and Charlie. Of course, that's Charlie's mama, right, Elon? So... Uh, he should always be faithful to her, and, and he was, and now Tiger's changed. And uh, It's good to see the new side of Tiger, the softer side of Tiger. All right, now we move on to Jim Nance. Uh, he's retiring from broadcasting, but he says, not so fast, my friends, as Lee Corso would say. He still wants to do the Masters, as uh, we all know his voice. Hello, friends. That's how he always started out the Masters. He says, the Masters, I would like to do it 51 times. 
as bizarre as that sounds, he said, my 51st Masters would be the 100th plane of the Masters. Boy, that would be a treat. And I'd like to be there to see the end of the first century. That's just a little goal that I have in the back of my head. So he says, I'm through 37 now, so 14 to go, hopefully. So it looks like like he's uh, he's not going to retire, just kick back from broadcasting. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and so uh, Dan Patrick asked him, did you just announce your first master's retirement? He says, not so fast, my friend. <laughs> Love it. Great announcer, Jim Nance. And so is Dan Patrick as well. And in other news, the USGA is about to appoint its first black president to its uh, executive committee. And that's going to be Fed Pepperall. Pepperall is uh, in line to be 100. The USGA is 128 years old and uh, it's never had a black president. And it's going to be the first time. It's, it's a governing body of all of golf, the PGA Tour as well. In other words... <coughs> The PGA Tour has their own rules officials and uh, such, but the USGA, along with the Royal and Ancient over there in, in Scotland, they're the ones that make the rules, if you will. And the rules are very, very old. But uh, they modify the rules. You know, the rule book is really thin, maybe uh, 25, 30, 40 pages, and it's a small book. But the decisions on the rules, which made the rules change through the course of the years on decisions coming up from rules infractions, that book is, whew, you can stack three Bibles together and you might get one uh, decisions book. But at any rate, back to Pepperall, it's Pepprall, P-E-R-P-A-L-L, Pepprall. He's a native of Dallas, uh, coming from the Bahamas. He's 47 years old. He'll be the 67th president of the United States Golf Association. He played basketball and ran track at Texas at Arlington University. And he also helped launch, and this is a big deal this year, the U.S. Adaptive Open for Handicapped People. And that was a tremendous success to see a golf tournament with, uh, I think it was nine different categories for handicapped players. You could be blind and play in a blind man's tournament or have one, one arm in playing a one one you know one arm tournament, uh, a great thing that uh, he started there. Now he's going to be the president of the United States Golf Association. Okay. Also recently uh, making news from NBC, Brad Faxton and Smiley Kaufman, former LSU player Smiley Kaufman, are going to be on joining the NBC broadcast team, which is also the Golf Channel as it's owned by NBC. Uh, and do golf sports coverage. And they're replacing Roger Maltby and Gary Koch, who are kind of disappointed that they're leaving, but uh, nonetheless hopefully enjoy their retirement. Gary Koch's from Baton Rouge, former University of Florida player, my age, that competed up, competed against him way back in the day, in the early 70s, when he played for Florida. <coughs> Sergio Garcia, who uh, defected to the LIV Tour, uh, he had a streak that came to an end on July 4th, 1999. He won the hearts of us all when he, uh, the, he, he won the Irish Open at age 19. And we can all remember him jumping up and down in the U.S. Open when he was chasing down Tiger Woods. Uh, that propelled him into the top 100 
Well, for the first time, in, he's had 16 wins, and now he's out of the top 100. So that lasted 23 years. Bye, Sergio. All right, let's talk a little bit about uh, the top stories of this year. Of course, there were many, right? And uh, it's going to be a year, I, I think, that will uh, be like a hallmark, never to be forgotten on the uh, the national golf scene, you know, golf in general. And, of course, I'm talking about the LIV tournament or, you know, um, league. That's what it's called, a league right now. The LIV League. And LIV, just to remind people, stands for 54. That's the Roman numerals for 54 because this this uh, Saudi-based back tournament, uh, tournaments or league is uh, only plays only 54 holes. And that's one of the um, drawbacks and one of the reasons they won't allow the LIV to gain uh, access to the world golf ranking. So all the players that have uh, defected to this tour... Uh, are losing points as we talk. Well, maybe not now, but as soon as the the season kicks off, other players are going to be gaining points and getting ahead of them. And so their CEO, Atul Kosala, he resigned this week. Uh, They say that this tour is on the... (coughs) is not on the verge, but is, is on the ascent to lose $380 million over the next... Five years, and that's probably disturbing. But to the Saudis, who uh, for that public fund is backing this tour, they have five hundred and eighty billion dollars in that fund. So uh, that's a peons if they lose that. But uh, they saying that's why this guy resigned. And all the other majors are probably not going to go against the LIV and uh, like the PGA Tour has. Uh, in fact, their uh, rules and regulations on how you qualify for the U.S. Open, the British Open, and the PGA will still be intact. And uh, most of these players will have to go through a different avenue to qualify since they are losing world golf ranking points. Presently, the Masters, which is, I think, about five months away in April, 16 of the 78 players who have qualified for the Masters are LIV players. And uh, we'll see what happens. But the reason I'm mentioning this is because that's the number one story in golf this year. Going over the others, the number two story was Rory and his stance uh, aligning himself with Tiger Woods and the PGA Tour and going against what the LIV Tour is doing. And they're against it so much because they give so much, they're not only giving so much money away, but they, they're making it to where they're paying the players before they perform. And that's not something that uh, is in the spirit of competition in the game of golf. And uh, these players are upset with that because they want players to earn their living. They want the players to earn their rankings. It's not so much about money, they say, as it is about your, your place and position in golf. And uh, they have a lot to say about it. So Rory and Tiger were the, the and Tiger together, uh, on this subject anyway, were the uh, number two and three ranked stories for the year. 
Now, Rory, uh, when he got his mind off of that and started concentrating on his golf, Rory's now the number one player in the world rankings, and that's important to him. Tiger Woods held it for a record number of times. I don't have it at my fingertips, but it was like unbelievable how many years Tiger Woods was the number one player without losing it. So now Rory is, and he, he that's one of his goals. And the fourth story was Cam Smith winning the U.S. Open. Of course, I'm sorry, the British Open. Of course, the British Open was played at famed St. Andrews, the, the home of golf, where golf started, the first golf course. It's actually not the first golf course, but it's the first golf course uh, that they started golf on. And, um, <clears throat> of course, it was Tiger Woods' swan song, so we think. Uh, and Tiger had an emotional uh, walk down that 18th hole over the Swoken Bridge. Uh, yes, sir, Tiger Woods teared up, once again, to show the soft side of Tiger. Cameron Smith won it. And uh, he uh, t- Rory was actually leading after 54 holes and sh- shot a not-so-brilliant uh, Two under par, 70 in the final round, round two-putting every hole, not even making a birdie. He two-putted to two holes, he birdied, he two-putted for birdie. And uh, he finished behind Cam Smith, and Cameron Young finished second, Rory finished third. But that was the number four story, uh, the, the British Open being played at St. Andrews for the 150th U.S. Open, British Open. I keep saying U.S. Open, way off there, aren't I? Then the fifth-ranked story of the year, <coughs> Scotty Scheffler. He bolted up from nowhere, literally, to be a number one in the country. He went in four times. Of course, he won the Masters, which was a big win for him. It was an even bigger win for Ted Scott, his caddy, because it was Scott's third Masters win. As we all know, Ted Scott from Opelousas, Louisiana, right here in the Cajun country, is a member at La Triumph. And uh, he periodically visits back here and, and, you know, gives lessons. In fact, he gave a lesson to my grandson, Drew, and a bunch of other players that I know. But anyway, Ted Scott caddy for Bubba Watson, who defected to the uh, LIV Tour with two Masters wins. Now he has a third Masters with Scotty Scheffler. And I am certain that he helped Scotty win that tournament with his expertise. And now just some short notes uh, in the remaining uh, five or so minutes we have. Uh, the Corn Ferry Tour members now earn, earn those points I was talking about, World Golf Ranking points, if they make the cut in the U.S. Open. That's a big deal because uh, th- those ranking points gets used a lot of perks. Once again, into the FedEx Cup, top 125 in the in the final rankings gets you into that. And that, then the PGA Tour is, is has guaranteed money, kind of like the LIV tour. But you have to earn it first. You have to work your way into it. Now, I'm not uh, knocking totally the LIV. I, I'm, I don't like its concept of only 54 holes and paying players before they tee, tee it up an awesome amount of money. So the players are defecting for that. And I, and I, I don't care, that, you know, that the Saudis are, you know, with their human rights issues and such. But uh, it did bring a lot of good things out, and it's made the PGA Tour and their policy board uh, 
which include Rory McIlroy and, and I think eight other players who are on that board, eight other players who play along with, with uh, a dozen or so, you know, uh, professional golfers but not PGA Tour players. They have a policy board, and uh, they've made some big changes, and, and they're not through. They're going to make some more changes. They're up the purse to many tournaments. They put emphasis on certain tournaments. And, of course, the FedEx Cup is, is part of that. And uh, so the LIV brought all that about. Otherwise, it would be ho-hum. They would be going about their business. But um, we'll see what happens. A lot of a lot of changes are going to come. Now, now is the time of the year for all these uh, groups and associations to have meetings and iron it out. Hopefully one day, they soon, soon, that, that they will sit down, the PGA Tour, the LIV Tour, the uh, Royal and Ancient, USGA, all the governing bodies sit down and try to iron out these problems. All right, that's enough of that. Let's go out, go up with some, go out with some shorts here. Short notes. The Chicago Golf Club is hosting two USGA events next year. The U.S. Women's Open and the Walker Cup, which is uh, the amateur Ryder Cup-style matches between low amateurs or the best amateurs. And the reason I mentioned the Chicago Golf Club is because it's one of five founding member clubs of the USGA, United States Golf Association, in 1894. That's a long time back, folks. And we talked about Cameron Young finishing second in the uh, British Open to Cameron Smith, the Australian. Cameron Young is an American, and he won the PGA Tour Rookie of the Year. He's a Wake Forest alum, 25 years old. He won the Arnold Palmer Trophy, which uh, ironically, Arnold Palmer played for Wake, Wake Forest, and he's a deacon, Wake Forest deacon, just like Cameron Young. So it was cool for him to win that trophy. And by the way, it was also presented by Webb Simpson, who is also a Wake Forest Deacon. Wonderful stuff there. He collected 94% of the votes. So the PGA Tour players vote for Player of the Year. 94%, that's pretty good. He had seven top threes, including that uh, runner-up, five runner-ups, including that one in the open. And uh, he's also a New York native. Congratulations to him. Then on the ladies' side, the LPGA World number one, Atelia Tiquea, a 19-year-old. She's the second youngest after Lydia Ko to win Player of the Year. And that goes across both, both male and female sports. Tiger Woods uh, was the youngest, and he's one of the three players to reach number one before age 22. Congratulations to her. Okay, let's see. I'm just reading over this stuff. It's also with the LIV CEO. No, that's old news. All right, let's go to this one. The PGA Tour director sent a letter to the uh, tournament directors. And this was a big, big issue. As I mentioned earlier, the PGA Tour made lots of changes. And one of them is elevating tournaments to uh, what they call the elevated list. I think it's... uh, uh, seven tournaments that uh, have been elevated for next year. In, in, in other words, elevated means they have a bigger purse that the PGA Tour is putting. But, uh, you know, that's only seven 
seven cities that benefit from that. And uh, because of that, the other tournament directors got a little hard or upset to why their tournament wasn't selected. So Kelly Jensen, the vice president of tournament operations, said to them that they're going to do this on a rotational basis uh, more than likely. And once again, that's one of the issues and things that these uh, tournament policy board must go over. But the elevated tournaments, there's four of them, seven total. But with $20 million uh, prize money, uh, the Waste Management Phoenix Open, the RBC Heritage Classic, the Welts Fargo Tournament, and the Travelers Tournament, those four uh, and the reason is they 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 place uh, they're placed on the schedule these four tournaments and they want to spread them out uh, and those uh, restraints won't exist after 2023 season. In other words, I, I believe they're going to go to a rotational thing and looking closely at different scheduling. So, going to be interesting to see. But uh, the tournament directors weren't too happy with that. As, a, as the tournament director here in, in Broussard at La Triomphe wasn't too happy, and none of us uh, that love the game of golf was too happy with them pulling the plug on the uh, Chittimachi Louisiana Open Tournament, which uh, was the oldest-running uh, tournament on the Corn Ferry Tour. And uh, the way they did it was uh, a little poor judgment. I, I would have given them another year, and... Uh, and then slowly announce it that, you know, we're going to do without them. But the way they do things, I don't know. Oh, well. We'll have to do without it. Woo! Time's run out. Well, that'll do it for me. So, uh, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And see you guys again uh, January 9th. God bless all of y'all. How energy efficient is your home? Oh, it's a... Uh, hmm. Well, if you're not sure, Clico can help. With Clico's PowerWise Residential Assessment, you can find great ways to weatherize your home. So it's sealed tight and energy efficient, which helps raise your comfy, cozy level while helping lower your energy bills. When it comes to your home, finding ways to weatherize is a very PowerWise thing to do. To sign up, just go to Clico.com slash what matters. That's W-A-T-T matters. Hey guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. We have a new player on the field, and he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola. And the kick. Ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here, and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Whew. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling.
The GolfBalls.com Retail Center is now open and better than ever. Stop by our newly renovated store to shop the latest in golf balls, clubs, and apparel from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, Callaway, and Under Armour. Check out our new state-of-the-art golf simulator and demo the hottest irons, drivers, and putters. Featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear, GolfBalls.com was founded here in Acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization. Located on Arnold Boulevard next to Harbor Freight Tools and, of course, online at GolfBalls.com. You want to feel important. You want to be a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way, too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Louisiana Army National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tee time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611. 364-7611. You're listening to KANE 1240 AM and K298CQ 107.5 FM, New Iberia. The voice of the Tash. 